Welcome, hello, and welcome to another League All About It show on the Loud and Proud Network. Yes, network now. I suppose it's handy the same podcast and Facebook and Instagram live. So, round two, a little bit later, a little bit delayed. Results still coming in and, and uh, information still coming in. Thanks very much for all your information you've sent on in this past couple of weeks or past couple of uh, evenings I should say a later one than normal I usually would have done it after the Saturday but it was otherwise engaged um, well, uh, as you can probably see from the head of me it was at extracurricular activities but yes Saturday night was a big bulk of games we have a couple of narratives to get through I'm going to give them to you and get into all the details in the game but first uh, we go through all the results um, is anybody untouchable? In this league, across all the, across the board, possibly so. Um, last year and this year, a bit of a, a bit of a contrast in the two uh, forms in two forms in teams from last season to this season, and then hat tricks, a lot of hat tricks this weekend. I want to talk about them, a lot of possible hat tricks as well. So let's get into it. Let's have a look at who won and who got off to a flyer. One draw again this weekend, and that is the Pats drew. On Thursday evening with the Jocks, 1-9 apiece. Ardy beat Maddock 2-13 to 1-7. That was also on Thursday night uh, as well in Division 1 in the Hollywood Leagues, Hollywood Development Leagues. And then Sean O'Mahony's day 1-11-9 to Cooley. Sorry, a bit of a complication on the Instagram, so keep keep in touch. I am not uh, knocking you off. It's just a bit of a, bit of a technical issue. But anyway... Yes, Gerald Lane's two thirteen to fourteen point winners over the Feckins. The Brides beat near rivals and local neighbours, the Moctis two eight to one five. And the Dreadnoughts and the Blues, if you're not aware, was abandoned. I'd say you bloody well are aware because it was it, it, that uh, broken crossbar is gone viral. But we'll talk more about that game um in a while. Next in division two of the Hollywood Development Leagues, it is a win on Thursday night. It is a big win for the Dundalk and Ireland's four seven to eight points against the Finbars. Roach Emmett they were defeated at home by the O'Connells four eleven to one thirteen. The Clans lost at home also to the Rallies three nine to two ten. We'll be talking about that. Who got the goals in that game? And then the Joes they had a win at home one twelve to eleven against Kilkerly. I will fill you on who got the Joes goal. From maybe an unlikely source, but I don't know, good player. Um, the Gales, 3-9 to 6 winners against Hunterstown. And then the Kevins this evening, uh, only the two, there's only two Sunday games on Easter Sunday. After all the Easter egg hunting, the, the Plunkets were defeated 7-10 uh, to 1-7 by the Kevins in Phillipstown. Division 3A, Lanlear one seventeen to 1-5 winners over the Malachies. Glide, they beat the Westerns. They continue with a good form. One sixteen to eleven point win over the Westerns. I haven't got their goal score yet. If you know what, do send it in. I do know that Glen Emmett's goal scores um, three thirteen to one to four five against the Piercy. I'm not too sure who got the four and the Piercy goals. I think it was um, four different goal scores. So do send that in if you know it as well. So fire them into me. Division 3B, the Manners game against Cahull and Gales was unfortunately and sadly um, postponed and called off. Um, 
um, just a side kind of thing that happened in the Savannah area and condolences to all concerned. The Mitchells, they beat Annamill and Rovers 11, 17 points to 1-8 and a big scoring in the first half for the Mitchells, who also are in good form. The Tones, 117 to 6 points winners over Dowdles Hill and then the early game this morning, Easter Sunday morning, great time for a game to get it out of the way and then you can have guilt-free Easter eggs afterwards. Uh, the Knicks, 1-9 to 1-4 winners over the Sean. Still waiting on the Sean's goal score. So do please fire that in if you get it. Yeah, so before I get into kind of talking about the games and the um, the uh, ins and outs of the games and performance of the, of the night, of the weekend, I want to just talk about the um, this kind of the narrative that we see that no team is untouchable, especially especially in Division One and Two. Obviously, maybe Division Three A and Three B. There seems to be a couple of teams emerging um, at the top. We're well, actually it's great that you do. You have a couple of games now, so you've t- a couple of rounds where you can kind of uh, you can look at the table. I know it's very early in the league, and that's that's the thing as well. It's so early, it's going to be such a long league campaign. It's going to really change from top to bottom. It's going to spread a long span of time, and it's also going to be. A case of when the county men get back in as well. It's going to be very, very, very interesting. But yeah, like no team's untouchable. Look at last year, uh, the Mahonies were struggling. They're unbeaten. The Geraldines were down struggling as well last season. They've hit the ground running. Similar to the Kevins. Similar to Roach. They were flying high this time last year in Division 2. Um, Finbar's continued to struggle. But it's that compromise. And the, but any team can be any team. The Brides went out and beat the Moctis. They rattled the Blues in the first round as well. Um Ardy uh, beat Mattock as well, and then the Jocks drew again. Um, the Blues continued to have good form also, but then the Ratleys were nearly beaten by the Clans, and then the uh, the Gales just went down and wallowed Hunterstown at home. So, just, yes, yeah, a lot of teams emerging there, and it's just a real compromise compared to last season. The, uh, which, where we start, we will go with, um, we'll go Division 3A. Yeah, we start in Division 3A. Get me, me sheets out here in front of me and all the notes. Um, all me studying. Um, and we... Well, there's probably a lot, not that much studying to do when you look at the Glen Emmets because looking at um, the form of Alex uh, Carlin, he's he's one to be, he's one to be watched. Um, and he got 2-3 again the weekend. Um, still waiting on the Napierce goal scorers. Send them in. And I think it was definitely four different goal scorers. But um, yeah, he's hit the ground running with 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 um, with early early two first half goals to make it two six to two two at half time. You had two goal two goals from the Pierce from the penalty spot in the first half, and then uh, David Bracken comes off the bench, kicks a point for Tully Allen, and then the unlikely goal scorer for the Glen Emmets. But I I know he can score goals, and he's been told. He, well, I've seen him score goals as well in training. But um, it's Evan English. He popped up with the second half goal just to kind of eased their tensions and eased them over the line in the second half and they're continuing to fly high the Glen Emmets and then the Malachies they they were they were unlucky like it was 9-3 at half time in favour of the Dunlear side and Colin Murphy in serious form hit 8 points um, not that many frees Killian Gregory hit a lot of frees um, I'm here I think he may have hit 5 uh, he's back at really good frees again and then Paul Callan gets the second half goal 1-3 one three, uh, he finished up with. So that's a that's a good win. Let me just check that actually. That I find the uh, let me find the definitely was a couple of scores, significant scores for yes, Emmett Mullen 
got the gold for um, for um, the Marquis and Shane Rogers got three points as well. Um, so yeah, nine three at half time. It just pushed on. It just that's a good win for Lanier after last week. They went that far away again. Glenemis, but they just pushed on. But it's good to bounce back and, and get get another win. I get a win and get a win on the board. Glide beat the Westerns one sixteen to eleven. Um, good performance there again from Glide keeping pace and they'll meet each other now in a couple of weeks time, possibly um, no not ne- the weekend after next. So the yeah the co- yeah. In a couple of weeks' time, so that that'll be really a two weeks' time. They'll be meeting at the top of Division Three A. Division Three B. We mentioned that game was postponed. Then you have the Mitchells. They hit eleven points in the first half alone, which equaled the Anamans' tally of one eight. But um, some serious scoring. Trevor Matthews think he got five. Um, yeah, got five points. Alan Mackin played very well in in the centre defence. For the Mitchells, and they led 11 points to 1 1 against Anna Minnan, and they just pushed on then in the second half. So, good win for the Mitchells. I think they're unbeaten there at this stage, are they? I'll just check. Yeah, they are. And they're the only other, the only other um, unbeaten team in that division, is uh, well, obviously, the bar the other games played, but the Knicks are up there. There's three teams at the top of the table. The other team is the Tones, and they had a big win as well against the. Um, the Dowdlers, um, Paul Flynn got a brace of points, but the Tones pushed on. Caelan Gallagher flooded with the goal, and Garrett Cooney came back. He's returned, and he hit four points upon his return. So that was a nice return for him, and a good win for the Tones. We seem to be clocking up really high scores. You know, that's a lot of uh, high scores in the past couple of weeks, and even in the uh, Winter League competitions as well. We will go now to Division. We'll go Division 2 and build it right up to Division 1, and then... We will talk about the Ironers. They hit 4-7, hit the Finbars. Finbars seem to be struggling in this early part of the season. Um, conceding uh, goals and high tallies. That's the second heavy loss in a week. Um, Jack Butterley top scored again with a couple of, with three points. And then it's Kieran Markey. He got, a, I think he got two points in the second half. But Carl Ferrer, he got 3-3. Three, three. He got uh, two in the first half, finished off his hat-trick in the second half. And... Then um, who got the other one? Keno Dunhu, I think. Got he rounded up the scoring as well with with a goal. The O'Connells they had a good win over went down to Fahorton and beat Roach on their home patch and uh, another hat trick. Keane died with a hat trick and Bernard Osborne got as well. I think Bernard Osborne got the first goal. Send O'Connells on the way, giving him a bit of confidence. Uh, Mark Bourne he top scored with six points for Roach. And Eugene Murray, he's always good for a goal. Eugene, he got the goal for Roach, but they were they were beaten by the O'Connells. And Jackie Agnew, I think, was driving forward there. He back at six minutes at the half, driving forward from there and getting scores. Um, the Rattleys didn't get goals as well. And uh, Ben Rogan possibly could have had a hat trick, but he got two goals uh, and two points. The other end, the other full forward, those two by like. They're always good for a goal and good for a couple of goals, and that's Billy Smith and Ben Rogan. The two of them were cla- uh, well, clashed or duel, I suppose you'd say. And Billy got two goals as well. He possibly got a ha- could have had a tra- hat trick also, only for I think it's Joe Rogan in net for the rallies. Let me just check actually, see who is that? Is that the case? I think it was. Let me check. Put it the, the the big machine. Yeah, Joe Flanagan and uh, Emma King. He got one one as well. From the fence, from right half back, for the O'Reillys in their win. Um, let's see where they where they settle on that table now. I think the O'Reillys, the O'Reillys right up there. They um they are yeah they're set they're, t- they're one of 
two teams on three points. The Joes and the Gales are at the top. Tom O'Connell is continuing this um, serious form. He got a couple of goals last week and he continued that form this week um, against Hunterstown. Because Hunterstown beat the Gales at home last year. Mark Hanna got a goal as well. Um, Sean McCann was very influential, got a couple of blocks in, would you believe? And then Hunterstown did six different scores. I think Alan Landy was one of those scorers. Um, possibly um, Tony McKenna. Let me see. Let's type it into the big uh, red machine and we'll see who got. Yeah, Glenn Matthews got a point. Colin Murphy, James Rogers, Tony McKenna, yeah, right, and Aaron Levins as well. So that was the six different goal scores, all a point each for Hunterstown in their defeat after. After going well, the open, open weekend, it kind of resets and it just shows maybe. Maybe the Gales and the Joes had a team to beat. The Joes had a very good win against the Kilcarely, um at home. Uh, Craig Doherty seemed to be pulling a lot of strings, playing very influential football for them. Um, Colin Neary got the early goal, sent them on their way. Um, I think Kilcarely actually led at halftime. James Fagan's playing quite well for, for the visitors. Jordan Macken is forced into a save at the end, and they just do enough to get the win and maintain their unbeaten record. This season, so that's a big win for um, the Joes because I think the Brady's played well. Also for Kilcarely, right? Getting to Division One now. So look at you go to two games on the Thursday night. First, um, Ardy Ryan Rooney gets two goals, one off the penalty spot. That's another fella that uh, could have had a hat trick too. Only for Stephen Smith forced him into one really good save and Carl Clark took one ball off the line as well for Rooney who committed the side for RD um, they were defeated were they defeated in the first weekend yeah, I think they were I think they were defeated in the first weekend by uh, by yes they were, they were beat by, defeated by the Feckins the first weekend and they came out all guns blazing got a couple of goals uh, midway through the first half it was even an off game Shane Higgy got a couple of early points for Mark and it was 2-5 to 5 at half time and then just with that goal advantage the, we were pressing and the Marys just picked us off uh, very comfortable in that in that um, in that kind of engagement they soaked up the pressure hit, hit, hit us on the counter attack very very good at it to be fair but um, Aaron O'Brien came off the bench and probably got the goal of the weekend um, stunning goal by Alan McGauley who returned in the net for the Marys probably main reason why the Marys won um, and look at I was going to talk about all that when I previewed the championship stuff and the league going forward but yeah really good performance from him another player another player between the sticks with a really good game possibly could have been in with Laird or could well be still in with Laird Niall McDonald he made a load of good saves he was excellent despite that he, they were still beaten by the Geraldines two 13 to 14 points Two bursts of 1-3 unanswered scoring in both halves from the Geraldines. Early on in the first half, they went 1-3 ahead. Shane O'Hanlon got the first goal. And he was the difference between the two sides with his accuracy. Then the second half goal comes from former Loud player James Craven. He was excellent also in the win. So that's two wins from two. Geraldines are right down the opposite end of the table last season. And it's them and uh, the Sean O'Mahony's at the top of the table. You probably would have the Blues. I'll talk about the Blues now in one second. But um, the Mahonies are flying. Ben and Terry um, going really well um, up front. Inside Ben McLaughlin was the, kind of the player in the first half to keep the minute against Cooley. And then second half, uh, down the stretch, Terry Kelly was seemingly awesome. 
on the point roll kick some really good freeze um, I'm just trying to see who who did the damage for for um, Cooley Kickums. Should have it here. Um, uh, should we know? Maybe it's on the other one. Um, but yeah, that's a tight win. And they were, they were, they were behind. To be to, from what I heard, they were behind coming down the stretch. So man, he's and they just dogged it out. Um, sorry, Brian White. He played well tonight. He got five points. He started actually having come off the bench the week before. Paddy Johnson got two points. Keen Connor and Endo O'Neill the youngsters got a point apiece in that um, tight, tight affair. Real dogged affair. I can imagine how dogged and tough. And they'll, they'll be playing each other in an intermediate championship as well. Possibly the latter stage as well. The formula going and both two Division 1 sides in the intermediate championship. Half time with 7 all. So yeah, really, really competitive game there. And then... Yeah, I was talking about te teams that kind of realigned and uh, Aidan Lee Martin just got the goal for Annamon and, and four points with Dwayne Markey. So that's a late shout-out. Thanks very much um, for pointing that out for me. Yes, where was I? I was talking about the Pats. They changed their team around from a heavy first-day defeat and they got a good... That was, they, they had to level it, but they got a good performance to draw with the county champions. Looked like JP Rooney and Conor Whelan had hit points to put them in the ascendancy and get them a win. But a late, late pointed free from Jason Woods kind of secured a, a share of the spoils in that game. One nine apiece in Lordship. And Jason Woods got the early goal, sent them on the way. Oh, sorry, Wayne Campbell got the early goal for the Jocks to send them on the way with a peg back by... Um, a goal from Jason Woods and a really good affair and but a really really cagey second half kind of both teams without a win looking to kind of get something from the game and neither could win it possibly because you don't have your county men those players that make the difference but you have a lot of players getting uh, valuable experience and they'll improve as a result from that so um, that's all I think covered um, in that top end of the table bar um, the 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 bottom end the Mockers are, are winless. Um, Philly English we got got a, got, a, got a goal in the first half, but it was all one way traffic. The the Brides led five points to one one. Uh, Kieran McCarthy again early first half points as well, and uh, Philly gets sent off uh, for an off the ball incident just before the start of the second half, and then obviously uh, they still have, still have enough quality to play quite well with fourteen men and to push on, and it looks like they're going to get the win. But just that 14 men, you can't afford to do it. You become fatigued, and that's exactly what happened. The brides came storming back last, I think, maybe eight or nine minutes. They came right back into that game and won a 2 2. The one and only Killian Kirk came up from full back to get the first goal, send them on their way. And then um, another one was from Kieran McCarthy, he got a rebound, a penalty. To kind of seal the point and the big win and all the bragging rights there, kind of they're right beside each other, aren't they? Um, it was a seven point win for the brides, and then the one that kind of took over, kind of went viral, um, the crossbar incident. And it was look, I think the Blues were winning well, possibly eight points with eight minutes to go. I don't know here mixed reports. Maybe someone said it was ten points, and then someone was saying that the Clahar goalie thinks Kieran Cunningham. Looking at the photo, yeah, it definitely was him. He probably pulled the crossbar down just to, but I don't think it, 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 looking at the video, he, I don't think he did. It was more he just kind of the ball hooked over, and he got an arm in the crossbar. Lucky he actually didn't fall on top of him and hurt him. But um, yeah, so that game will probably have to be replayed. I don't know, probably like I don't know with eight points up, and now you might think, oh yeah, but I'd say 
I'd say it'll have to be. Uh, I don't know whether it will be awarded to the Blues. I'd say we will have um, a replay or a refix match to play out the last few minutes. I think it was eight minutes left. We'll have to check on on that. But um, that's all in Division One. Um, so hat tricks there for um, who do we have? Hat tricks for uh, Keen Doyle. Um, nearly one for Ryan Rooney. Who else got um, nearly ones? Where's the other one? I'm lost in all my sheets. Yeah, I will. I will probably find it probably later on. Uh, yeah, Carl Farrell. He got the other one. He's the other one to get the hat trick as well. So, um, very very hectic weekend again over the Easter. I think the Saturday night games are working really well. You can kind of people and players and lads can enjoy the weekend and then a couple of games on the Sunday is boosting the tour too. But the fact that the games are coming hot and heavy, we go again next weekend. We'll do the same. We will have. Um, Saturday night game rolling off again next weekend in the Hollywood Developments Leagues. Um, but yeah, so really, really good, really, really good weekend's action. And League All About the Show is brought to you by the Cleaning Doctors, Darren and Cleaning Services in Loud and Monaghan. This will be podcasted if you're not able to listen to or watch the whole show. I will podcast it all. I will have a, a podcast tonight, episode 193, as always, um, on the Loud and Proud for free. I was at the Loud Ladies and Loud Horrors today. And I'll also have a special interview um, about the Joe Bourne uh, Talking Balls fundraiser for the Kevin Bell Reparation Trust. So a good chat with Dermot O'Neill during the week and we'll go through that. That's in the podcast tonight. So do join in. Performance of the week on the League All About It show brought to you by the Cleaning Doctor, External Cleaning Services. It has to be that win for the Kevins. And just after getting the scores in, seven goals in, in the Easter Sunday, that would be fairly memorable. Four goals for King Callan. Okay, um, Roland Sands, Pappy Clark, and who's the other one here in front of me coming in? It was. Let me see. I'm trying to find Tom Matthews. Yeah, good forward. So he got, and he might maybe he got to seventh. I don't know. That's just been sent in to me there. So big win for them. They get the performance of the weekend. Um, happy Easter to everyone. Thanks very much for tuning in to League All About the Show. Brought to you by the Cleaning Doctor, External Cleaning Services in Loud and Monaghan. Chat to you again next, I'll probably do this next Saturday night, right after those round of uh, fixtures. But uh, thanks so much for tuning in and I'll chat to you John week uh, on the podcast. Good luck and bye.